Next, on the 5 o'clock report. Financial conditions have tightened significantly. You've never seen interest rates go from 2.5% to 7%. I'm voting for whoever has the small town in mind. North Korea's act was extremely provocative. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Going up, good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. Another month, another Federal Reserve rate hike. No big shock today as the Fed upped interest rates by another three quarters of a point. Fed Chair Jerome Powell says the anti-inflation strategy is working. Financial conditions have tightened significantly in response to our policy actions, and we are seeing the effects on demand. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger. As of September, prices were 8.2% higher from a year ago. And after this meeting, there's just one more meeting in December. At that meeting, a lot of economists and analysts believe that the Fed is going to slow down the rate increases maybe to a quarter to a half of a percentage point. Like any treatment, there are side effects. In this case, one is sky-high mortgage rates. This realtor says the home buying market right now is crazy. We've never seen interest rates in basically one year go from 2.5% to 7%. Inflation and the economy remain issue number one for American voters heading into next week's midterm, including this Pennsylvania small business owner. I'm voting for whoever is uh, has the small town in mind. Pollster Tim Malloy. When it costs too much for groceries, when it costs too much for gas, when you can't take a vacation, here comes Christmas, you can't buy presents that you want to buy. That, the blame goes back to the current administration. Biden and other Democrats say the U.S. isn't in a recession, but a new poll says almost two in three registered voters believe the economy is currently in a recession. South Korean jets responding to North Korea's latest missile threat. They launched a salvo of close to two dozen missiles toward the waters of the South. North Korea's act was extremely provocative, especially because one of the missiles was fired south of the northern limit line, which is South Korean territorial water. Asia expert Gordon Chang, CBS's Tina Krause, says South Koreans have just about had it. This man says it's such a pity North Korea is doing this. I hope our country will react with force and strengthen our security. Accusations also flew today that North Korea has been secretly supplying Russia with munitions for its invasion of Ukraine. And military leaders in Russia are reportedly once again discussing the possibility of using a tactical nuclear weapon in Ukraine. Supposedly, President Vladimir Putin isn't part of those discussions. Russian leaders have vacillated back and forth about whether or not they'd consider using a nuke in Ukraine. The number of illegal immigrants caught at the American southern border keeps rising. Republican Congressman Tony Gonzalez says many are single males now coming from El Salvador. You're seeing an increase in bad actors they, they don't care about the law. The epicenter of the surge is now in his district near El Paso, Texas. Along the southern border, more than 200,000 arrests made just in the first month of the new fiscal year. Twitter's new owners are pumping the brakes on allowing banned users to rejoin the platform. In a tweet, new owner Elon Musk said there needs to be a clear process for welcoming back those individuals. CNET's Ian Shure. It's clear that Elon Musk sees that there is a threat to allowing just mass groups of people who've already been kicked off the platform for hateful speech or inciting violence or whatever else suddenly back there to cause more trouble. Musk says implementing such a readmittance process will take at least a few more weeks. And an FCC commissioner wants the U.S. to ban TikTok. Stephanie Gorsk with more. Behind TikTok dances and the viral pranks. 
FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr says a national security danger is lurking, telling Axios, I don't believe there is a path forward for anything other than a ban. TikTok is owned by the Chinese company ByteDance. Carr insists there's no way to protect private data enough that someone can have sufficient confidence that it's not finding its way back into the hands of the Chinese Communist Party. TikTok has been working with the U.S. government to address security concerns and says Carr has not been privy to those discussions. The FCC has no jurisdiction over the TikTok app. You might recall the Trump administration expressed interest in banning TikTok in 2020 over similar concerns. Astronomical numbers report in an opioid addiction settlement involving the nation's largest retail chains. CVS Health has agreed to pay nearly $5 billion to state, local, and Native American tribal governments to settle opioid lawsuits. The deal would make the Rhode Island-based company the first major pharmacy chain to enter a nationwide settlement over how it handled powerful and addictive prescription painkillers. CBS's Jim Crisula, Walgreens, and Walmart also reportedly agreeing to settlements in a total deal that would approach $12 billion. American Airlines pilots reject a proposal for a new contract. The Allied Pilots Association said the board voted against the deal, which calls for 12% raises for pilots on the date of signing. This comes right after United Airlines pilots turned down a similar deal yesterday with even larger raises. I'm Lisa Taylor. More than 10,000 unborn babies have been saved from abortion since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in June. The statistical analysis site 538 reports there have been 10,570 less abortions than would have been expected before the decision. Abortion rates have declined in most of the states that had pro-life legislation waiting in the wings before the high court action. John Scott reporting. Now, still to come on the 5 o'clock report today, New York and PA election updates for you, an economic boost for Genesee County, and you might not like where some of your Pennsylvania tax dollars are going. Hi, I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. We expect fair weather to carry us through the rest of the weekend and the start of the weekend. In the meantime, for the night tonight, generally clear. Fog patches could form in some valleys late, especially in the eastern Twin Tiers. Low temperatures mostly 40s. A bright, sunny, beautiful day ahead tomorrow. Mild, quite mild, with high temperatures in the 60s. And looking at a Friday, some sunshine and warm. High temperatures Friday in the 60s and lower 70s. Thanks, Kevin. Now checking the stories making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. Candidates nationwide pounding the pavement hard in the final days leading up to Election Day. And of course, Pennsylvania, no exception. U.S. Senate candidates John Fetterman and Dr. Mehmet Oz focused right now on vote-rich Philadelphia. Are you happy with where America's headed? That's Dr. Oz. As for Fetterman. This campaign is all about anyone that's ever been knocked down, that has had to get back up. Most polls have that key race too close to call right now. Embattled Philadelphia District Attorney Larry Krasner with a warning today for would-be election tamperers. We have handcuffs, we have jail cells, and we have Philadelphia juries that will be here. Republicans have been trying to impeach Krasner over what they say are his too soft on crime policies. Pennsylvania's top election official, Lee Chapman, warning residents not to expect any results on election night. Pennsylvania law still does not allow pre-canvassing of mail ballots before 7 a.m. on election day. It could take election officials a few days to have all unofficial results. A big reason for the delay, the advent of early voting. Pennsylvania Congressman Glenn Thompson. This was really driven in states that have liberal administrations 
that see this as an opportunity to influence the election by having people cast their votes without all the information that they need to have to cast an informed decision. Thompson thinks early voting has done more harm than good. Getting out and voting on Election Day is really a part of the American experience. I would encourage folks to make sure that they take full advantage of the election season and to make an informed decision. And when you vote early, I think you miss some vital information. A million and a half mail-in ballots have been requested for this year's midterms in Pennsylvania. Well, the Election Day closing in, the New York State Court of Appeals has made a decision that could play a key role in the races that you'll be voting on. Yeah, the appellate court upheld the state's absentee ballot laws, reversing a lower court's decision. Now, that means voters can still cast an absentee ballot if they're afraid of COVID-19. And it allows boards of elections to continue counting those ballots before Election Day. The law was challenged by the Republican and conservative parties over concerns about voter fraud after hundreds of thousands of absentee ballots were sent out. The case is heading to the state's highest court, but maybe not in time for Election Day. Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. And the candidates making a final push in the tight race for New York's 22nd congressional seat. Democratic candidate Francis Canole tells ABC9 about his excitement for Micron's new chip-making factory in clay. I think it's going to be transformational for this region. It's not just the jobs themselves, the Micron jobs, but all of the construction and the economic activity that's going to come live it. And Republican candidate Brandon Williams. My opponent wouldn't know the difference between a chip plant and a corn plant. He has no experience in manufacturing and no experience in farming either, which is both core to my experience that I bring to Congress. The new 22nd Congressional District includes the Syracuse area. A British-based company will be bringing hundreds of jobs to Genesee County, New York. Edwards Vacuum is considered a world leader in vacuum and noise reduction equipment in the semiconductor industry. The company expects to create 600 jobs at the future $319 million dry pump facility in the western New York side and Technology Advanced Manufacturing Park. Paychex founder Tom Golisano funding a new business school in the Rochester area. The Golisano Institute for Business and Entrepreneurship will feature a two-year certificate program that offers business-related curriculum and education. The idea is they can get a very broad education in a very short time frame compared to other methods. Annual tuition will start at $8,900. Galasano says he hopes to turn out 250 graduates a year to start. Back to Pennsylvania, a new report shows that millions of PA tax dollars have been spent on sex reassignment surgeries since Governor Wolf took office. Yeah, Mark, the Pennsylvania Family Institute filed a right-to-know request with the state's Department of Human Services to find out exactly how much taxpayer money has been spent on medically transitioning children and adolescents in the state. The reveal shows since 2015, more than $16 million in tax funds have been spent on puberty-blocking drugs, cross-sex hormones, and gender-related surgeries for minors. The funds shelled out for the so-called treatments have risen significantly in the last two years. Alexis Sneller with the Pennsylvania Family Institute says the level of state-endorsed harm upon children is reprehensible. Tracy Lynn, Family Life News. Thanks, Tracy. The nearly six-month search for Gannon University's next president is over. Turns out they didn't have to look all that far. Dr. Walter Ivanenko Jr. will succeed Dr. Keith Taylor at the Catholic School in Erie, PA. Ivanenko will begin his tenure as president on July 1st next year. He's already been serving with Gannon for the past six years as the university's provost and vice president of student experience. And buddy benches, they're helping to spread a 
positive message at one PA school district. The message to students is, you're not alone. Here's more from Family Life's Brian Query. Gabrielle Stuft and Stephanie White were looking for a way to bring their classmates together to get to know each other and make new friends. So the two Johnstown area students created Buddy Benches to help earn the Girl Scout Silver Award. In addition to being a place to just sit and chat and connect, the benches also feature encouraging words and 988, the number for the Suicide Awareness Hotline. The girls say that they hope students will take the message of the benches seriously and that working on the project was challenging yet rewarding. Since neither had ever done anything like this before. The finished benches were given to Johnstown Area Elementary and Middle Schools. Brian Query, Family Life News. Thanks, Brian. Your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margalotti. It was a roller coaster day on Wall Street for stocks that ended deep in the red. The Federal Reserve today announcing another three quarter of a percent interest rate hike, which was in line with expectations. After the announcement, stocks began rallying and all three major indexes were up at least 1%. However, during Chairman Powell's remarks today, stocks began swinging before turning sharply lower. Amazon and Facebook both hit new 52-week lows, each losing around 5%. Oil today up a dollar to close at $89 a barrel. The Dow losing 505 points, the S&P 500 fell 96, and the Nasdaq dropping 366. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. Inflation is eating away at the average family's monthly budget. So what can you do about it? Hi, I'm Rob West with today's Money Wise Minute. A recent survey showed what some folks are doing, like taking off an entire month from buying anything that isn't absolutely critical, like food, shelter, and transportation. Others are tackling household repairs themselves, such as fixing a leaky pipe or unclogging the garbage disposal. These days, you can find YouTube videos to fix just about anything. You could save some cash that you can apply elsewhere in your budget. And here's a sneaky one. If certain family members insist on high-priced food items, slip generic stuff into the name brand containers and see if they pass a blind taste test. Learning to be a bit more frugal will help you fight inflation. Get biblical answers to your financial questions in the MoneyWise community. Download MoneyWise Biblical Finance in your app store or visit moneywise.org. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, a planet with the consistency of a marshmallow? They say they found one. It's a marshmallow world in the winter. Hi, I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. Under high pressure, we expect fair weather to carry us through the rest of the weekend to the start of the weekend, and that high is associated with mild air. Our next chance of showers, that'll come Saturday night, Sunday, with the approach of a front. In the meantime, for the night tonight, generally clear. Fog patches could form in some valleys late, especially in the eastern Twin Tiers. Low temperatures, mostly 40s. A bright, sunny, beautiful day ahead tomorrow. Mild, quite mild, with high temperatures in the 60s. And looking at a Friday, some sunshine and warm. High temperatures Friday in the 60s and lower 70s. All right, thank you, Kevin. Finally, at five, stargazers may want some more of this new finding in outer space. Family Life's Brandon Dixon with all the ooey-gooey details. Astronomers have found a planet with the average density of a marshmallow. Along with being a big softy, scientists found that the Jupiter-sized exoplanet would also float if it were hypothetically put in a giant cosmic bathtub. It's the lowest-density planet ever detected around a red dwarf star, the smallest and dimmest members 
numbers of so-called main sequence stars, which make up about 90% of the stars in the universe, including the sun. There are still unexplained mysteries surrounding the new puffy planet, especially how a gas giant can form around a red dwarf star, which can erupt with powerful flares capable of stripping a planet of its atmosphere. Also, no word on how far the mushy planet is from the Milky Way. Brandon Dixon, Family Life News. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. I hope there's not going to be a quiz now. That's the world we live in for Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.